0: THK
1: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories. The HKMA moves to prop up a sinking Hong Kong dollar. The financial secretary plays down the business sector's fears about extradition. And the outgoing ombudsman says we need a freedom of information law urgently. The Hong Kong Monetary Authority has spent $1.5 billion of foreign currency reserves to prop up the Hong Kong dollar after it hit the weekend of its trading band with the US dollar. The city's de facto central bank made its first major currency market intervention since August overnight after the local currency fell below its minimum level of 7.85 to the US dollar yesterday. The move is expected to push local banks to increase interest rates, forcing up borrowing costs. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, has sought to allay concerns from the business sector over a government proposal to amend the law to allow extradition to the mainland. Industry groups have expressed concern that businesses based here might inadvertently breach laws in other jurisdictions and executives would risk being handed over for trial. Mr Chan says the government will consider these concerns. The
2: reason or the justification for the extradition must be an act that is considered to be criminal in both Hong Kong and the jurisdiction where this act is committed. The Hong Kong court would be uh, the gatekeeper, and there are a full right of appeal for the individual concerned. The Secretary for Securities, Mr John Lee, will try to explain further and more so as to uh, remove if there is any misunderstanding.
1: Mr. Chan also played down concerns that the United States could stop treating the SAR as a separate trading entity from China. A US congressional report last year called for a review of the SAR's treatment as a separate customs area for tech exports, citing increased interference by Beijing. The financial secretary was asked whether Hong Kong could survive such a move.
2: U.S. also has significant business interests in Hong Kong. And for us in Hong Kong, we have, over the past decades, gone through a lot of different challenges. We are very resilient. We will be able to rise to
1: any challenge. The Financial Secretary also says a new foreign investment law that's being discussed by the National People's Congress will benefit Hong Kong. Beijing says the proposed law will improve protection for international businesses. But Hong Kong delegates to the NPC have expressed concern that the draft law does not say specifically that it would apply to Hong Kong business people. Mr Chan says local investors will definitely be able to take advantage of the new measures. He added that Hong Kong has already benefited from its closer economic partnership arrangement with the mainland. One of Beijing's top commerce officials says the central government has made substantial progress with its U.S. counterpart on bringing an end to their trade dispute. Wang Shuwan, the vice... Minister of Commerce says President Xi and Trump agreed in December not to impose further tariffs because it doesn't benefit either party. Speaking on the sidelines of the National People's Congress in Beijing, Mr Wang said officials were working hard to reach a deal to restore normality. He spoke through an interpreter.
2: In less than four months from last December 1st till today, our economic and trade teams have already hosted three high-level
0: consultations. And it can be said that these consultations have
2: made substantial progress on some important issues. Now the trade and economic teams from both sides
0: are continuing the
2: communications
0: and consultations to follow the principles and directions set by the two presidents to reach a deal.
1: The outgoing Ombudsman, Connie Lau, says the government must move forward with an access to information law, even as departments improve how they handle complaints. Speaking ahead of her retirement later this month, Ms Lau said government departments used to shirk responsibility when complaints involved different bureaux, but now they try not to pass complainants from pillar to post. However, she says legislation to force departments to offer information to the public is urgent
3: now, we do not have particular legislation on provision of information. So uh, even the ombudsman carried out the study and they requested that the government, department or the public body concerned should give that information to the requester. Still, that department or public body could refuse to do so and they are not liable to any fines or penalty. So we do think it would be very urgent for government to legislate.
1: You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A Tun hospital doctor has been released on bail after his arrest yesterday for allegedly taking marijuana while on duty. Priscilla Ng reports.
2: On Tuesday, the doctor from the accident and emergency unit allegedly left his workstation for over an hour while on duty and then returned looking unwell. The hospital later reported the case to officers who arrested him at his apartment yesterday. Sources say marijuana was found in his urine. Tunmun Hospital says it has gone through the records of the patients that the doctor had treated over the past three months.
1: At least eight people have been injured in a collision between a minibus and a car in Sham Shui Po. The accident happened at the junction of Lai Kok Road and Yen Chow Street just before one o'clock this morning. The injured, which included both drivers and six passengers, were conscious. Turning overseas now, for the second time this week, US analysts have reported activity at a military site in North Korea. It raises the possibility that the authorities may be preparing to launch a satellite or a missile. BBC's Laura Bicker reports from Seoul.
2: There has been increased activity around a missile and rocket assembly site known as Sanamdong near Pyongyang, Large vehicles have been seen moving around the facility, activity which in the past indicated that North Korea was at least preparing to move some kind of missile or rocket to a launch area. North Korea's main rocket launch site has also been rebuilt, according to the images, and could be fully operational. Analysts believe that at this stage it's more likely that Pyongyang is preparing to launch a satellite rather than test a missile, But the US said earlier this week that this would still be inconsistent with the commitments Kim Jong-un made to Donald Trump.
1: Electricity is gradually being restored in the Venezuelan capital, Caracas, and other parts of the country after the longest blackout they are in living memory.
3: The BBC's Will Grant is in Caracas. President Maduro blamed the opposition for a supposed act of sabotage at the Guri Hydroelectric Dam, calling it a new attack by enemies of the fatherland. Mr. Guaidó ridiculed such a claim, saying the blackout was the result of years of underinvestment and corruption. Gradually, some parts of Caracas and the rest of the country have had electricity re-established, but many remain in darkness in what is now the longest and most severe power cut in decades in Venezuela.
1: A grand jury in Chicago has laid 16 new charges against the American television actor Jussie Smollett, accusing him of falsely reporting to police that he was the victim of a hate attack. The BBC's Chris Buckler in Washington has the details.
3: Jussie Smollett, who is a gay African-American actor, said he was beaten and a noose placed around his neck in what he called a racist and homophobic attack. But detectives in Chicago claim the assault was staged. Two weeks ago, he was charged with filing a false police report but now a grand jury has decided he should be indicted on a total of 16 felony offences of disorderly conduct. The actor and singer, who was released on a $100,000 bond, has consistently denied lying about the alleged attack.
1: To sport now, and for a preview of this weekend's English Premier League action, here's the BBC's John Bennett.
3: After yet another historic Champions League comeback this week, Manchester United are in jubilant mood going into the crucial game against Arsenal, which will have a big say in deciding who qualifies for the competition next season. United are fourth, just one point above fifth-placed Arsenal, but they still have significant injury problems. Popular boss Oli Gunnar Solskjaer will be able to call on Paul Pogba, though, who was suspended for the victory over Paris Saint-Germain. Arsenal have had very different preparations for the match, losing 3-1 to Rennes in the first leg of their Europa League tie. Home advantage could work in their favour though. Unai Emery's side have lost once at the Emirates Stadium in the Premier League this season. Elsewhere the title race continues with leaders Manchester City at home to Watford and second place Liverpool welcoming Burnley to Anfield. Tottenham will be looking to end a run of three Premier League games without a win at manager Maurizio Pochettino's old club. Southampton, who are just two points above the bottom three. That 18th spot is occupied by Cardiff City who have conceded a total of 10 goals in three successive defeats going into the home game against West Ham. And Brendan Rodgers has a debut home game in charge of Leicester City. That's against struggling Bullock. And to
1: end the news, the top stories once again. The HKMA moves to, dr- to prop up a sinking Hong Kong dollar. The financial secretary plays down the business sector's fears about extradition. And the outgoing ombudsman says we need a freedom of information law urgently. And that's the news from RTHK.
3: Radio 3.
2: And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Piet Romney, in the chair till 3 p.m. This week we have two special themes of note. First, our guest in studio, Mr. Afrikart himself in Saigon, Michael Piet. Then we sample live sounds from the recent Venezuela Live Aid concert in Cucuta, Colombia. As always, Giovanotti says it so well in Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. And on this, our first hour, we have our guest in studio, Mr. <coughs> Michael Piet from Africa Art in Saigon. Uh, welcome to the show. Bienvenue. Mr. Michael Piet is from Belgium, and he's got his uh, art gallery of African art in Saigon with something special going on this week, I believe.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, thanks for inviting me today. Um... Yes, we we just opened. um I'm the, I'm the director and uh, and founder of Africa Art Gallery. So it's op- just opened in November last year. Okay. It's located in Sai Kung in the old town in in Hoi Pung Street number 10. Okay. Um so what's particular of the ga- about the gallery is it's it's unique because it's the only gallery uh, 100% dedicated to African art in Hong Kong. In the whole of Hong Kong. <laughs> True. And you've just started something this week, I believe. Yes, we are running an exhibition um, that starts second uh, of March, so we'll be going on the whole month of March.
2: The whole month. So it's uh, so it's already been opened uh, for some time, and the exhibition started last Saturday.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, started on second of March. It's going on till end of March. So the exhibition name is Congo Eyes, and we feature two emergent artists from Congo. Ah.